Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the Liberty Movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to the Little Lounge. I am your host, Jeremy Todd, and we got another great episode. So, Liberty today. We got one of the coolest dudes. Uh, he is an activist. He is on the road, lives out of a tiny home, raises his family, uh, does uh, homeschooling, but also is one of the best consultants in our movement for candidates. And I'm not going to steal any more of his thunder. I'm going to welcome him in. Let's bring in the man, Anthony Welty. How are you, sir? Dude, it's been a while since I've been called the man. Uh, the you know, man. Brings me, the, <clears throat> brings me back to like 1997 or something. I love it. <laughs> almost, like, almost like the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, Anthony, tell uh, for the I, I can't imagine there are very many people left in the libertarian world and the world of liberty movement, whatever, uh, that don't know who you are. But for those who don't give us a little background on your road to liberty and, and how you ended up doing what you're doing. Yeah, man. Well, I, you know, crazy enough, Ron Paul didn't bring me into the movement. Uh, o Obama did. He created a libertarian out of me. Go figure a statist creating a libertarian. Uh, mm -hmm. No, you know, I'm, I'm a born and bred Washingtonian. So is my wife and, and, and son. Um, you know, I got involved, uh, you know, a couple years back through the Gary Johnson campaign. And like so many others, you know, I just got fed up with things. Um, you know, but I threw myself head in, you know, head, head first into this movement. And uh, when I decided to get involved, I was like, well, if I'm going to take time away from my family, you know, away from my friends, away from the things I really care about, 
yeah. um, you know, to basically defend myself and defend all of all of our families collectively, you know, I, I better actually put some real effort into this. So um, we dove in head first. I helped start a county chapter out in Washington. I ran for office. Yeah. We had some pretty good results out there. Um, and since then, I've been traveling the nation, um, literally one city, one county, one state at the time, uh, all the way from the Canadian border down to the Mexican border. Um, you know, and then, uh, all the way from Washington down to Key West, Florida. And now we're down here in Florida doing outreach. And really the, the, the objective is to meet people where they're at, bring them closer into Liberty, answer their questions, let them meet a libertarian for the first time. Um, and then we spend a lot of our time internally as well within the movement and just trying to give people a soft landing spot. You know, there are so many yeah. new people that are frustrated with what's going on, um, but they don't know how to get involved. You know, they yeah. might not have a county chapter where they're at. Maybe they've never run for office, um, you know, and I've been there. Right. So mm -hmm. my my effort is really focused on helping them to get more involved, to become more sex, uh, you know, more successful and more prosperous within whatever their their goals are to create liberty for themselves and others. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we keep hearing this recurring theme here on Sell Liberty, which is great because anytime I've taken over a sales program, it's sort of the piece that's missing, which is the meet people where they are. But what that genuinely means is find out what matters to them and, and find solutions to it, create solutions that work. Um, and so where are people at now that you're on the road and traveling? Where, what are you hearing from the masses out there? Yeah, well, I, I live a really unique lifestyle, right? And, and that's, you know, some of why the reason I'm on the show today, you know, I, I, I travel full time in, in essentially a, a tiny house. It's an RV. Uh, it's right over here to my left here. Um, it's a 28 foot tiny house, 220 square feet. It's a, it's a home that my wife and I rebuilt together with the help of a bunch of volunteers. And we literally go from one RV park, one campsite to the next and literally just talk to people. Right. These, yeah. these are small communities that feel like the old school neighborhoods where people are friendly. They go out and have conversation. You're walking your dog. You meet people. Um, and we live a little bit more of a slowed down lifestyle in the sense that we actually have conversations with one another. Wow. Um, yeah. So I have a lot of conversations in the park. I was out with uh, uh, at a local brewery here in Florida a few hours ago with uh, a nurse and a, um, and a trauma, a trauma nurse and a, a, a dental hygienist and a couple of uh, health coaches. Um, and just literally talking about liberty with them and just having yeah. regular conversations about freedom and how things affect our lives. Um, and, you know, most people aren't libertarian. Most people don't necessarily want liberty like you and I might want, but they know that what they don't want is what we have, right? They're looking right. for a, a different avenue. And many of the people I've met have created it for themselves by entering the tiny home community, entering the remote oh, work community, or entering the homeschool community. Um, and it's been really empowering for myself um, and also to bring new people in through that, right? And meet people that are already kind of thinking like us. They're doing the, you know, work outside the system all on their own accord. But mm -hmm. now we're, we're able to kind of tie, tie two things together and be like, look, you know, it's the system that's holding you back and you already realize yeah. that. Well, here's the solution, right? Here's the, yeah. the, the, you know, the liberty you created for yourself can be multiplied over all these other topics. Yeah. What, what is your background before you got in? Like, tell, tell, what is your background before you got into, uh, the liberty movement and, and, and then taking this big step to go on the road? 
Yeah, well, I come through a customer service and sales background. I was a corporate trainer for Washington Mutual. Okay. Uh, for the young yeah. folks, for the young folks watching this, that's the bank that started the 08 banking collapse. Uh, no, it wasn't my fault. Uh, but Washington Mutual, with the rest of the Fed, kind of did it. Um, but I was a corporate trainer, right? I stood yeah. up in front of yeah. executives, uh, new hires. I, I helped create training programs. I worked overseas in Costa Rica. I guess that's not technically overseas. Um, now I, I, I flew across the Caribbean to get there. Yeah. Or the Gulf yeah. of Mexico. Uh, Gulf of Mexico but, you know, counts. And, and I, taught, I, I taught people how to do their job, right? Yeah. And so that's why a lot of my focus these days are teaching people how to be activists, teaching people how to be better candidates. Because it's able to tie my my professional experience uh, with the the political experience I have for running right. for office, uh, you know, my my personal passions jujitsu and teaching okay. self defense. Cool. Um, I'm a I'm a a coach. I've used to teach jujitsu back home in Washington, um, so I like communicating things. I like empowering people, um, and I like you know selling something that actually brings value to people's life. You know, and I left the banking Absolutely. industry because the banking industry is corrupt. Um, you know, I ran for state insurance commissioner because the insurance industry is corrupt. Um, and now I get to do this and it's really a a perfect merger of multiple passions and skills that I have. Yeah. So, you know, one of the thing I, I too have, I, I, my background is in sales and I have always sort of, uh, twice now in my career ended up in banking myself and I've always wanted to be sort of the banking trainer, um, pursued it from a different, a, a couple different angles, but uh, I've done a lot of sales training in my background too. So, I, what can we talk about what it felt like when you made the decision to to leave? What is it? And we may have lost Anthony here. Uh, no, what it I'm is here. to? Oh, you're you're back. All right. Uh, so what it what it's like to face head on that choice of. I have I have a good thing going here, right? Like this is cushy, this is comfortable. I can just pursue my my life myself and and get myself right. Versus, I'm gonna go be a servant uh, and, and take a lot of risk and make what many people would consider life a lot more difficult. Can you walk us through a little bit of that journey and what you were feeling and how you dealt with that sort of? massive increase in, in life risk, I guess. You know, and, and there really there really <coughs> was. You know, I, I had a good job. You know, I, best boss I ever worked for, actually, in the insurance industry mm-hmm. right before I quit. My wife is still in the insurance industry. Um, but I walked away from a good career. And really, it wasn't hard for me in to make the choice. The, the hard part was how do we make it happen, right? Okay. And that's you know, and that's also some of the, what I help you know, our candidates with that are running for office, with, you know, as a libertarian is, you know, they, they, they know they want to do this, but it's the how that becomes yeah. difficult. Um, you know, it, it, it takes <clears throat> bravery to step outside the system. Um, it takes courage knowing that other people are doing it right. So you can mm-hmm. feel empowered to join them. Um, but ultimately, really, what it was for me was seeing the writing on the wall for the, the statism and the authoritarianism that was likely to be coming. You know, what happened here with COVID and the lockdowns over the last couple of years, um, I saw that happening years ago. And I swore that I wasn't going to put my, my particularly, I wasn't going to put my son in a position yeah. to where he couldn't be free, right? As a yeah. father, my job is to protect for him and to provide for him. And I can't protect him if I send him to public school 
and let him yeah. get raised by the state. I can't protect him if I put him in a school where they're forcing him to wear a mask that he doesn't need nor want to wear. Yeah. Um, and it was little things like that, the foresight to see that coming, that really it, it came down to sacrificing some of my personal comforts and desires um, mm-hmm. for my son, which is really easy as a dad, as you know yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's very easy. I also know, and this is really important because I know there's probably other parents listening to this that like, you know, Anthony, I get it, right? I don't want to send my kid to that public school any more than you did, but I, I don't, fe- I feel trapped, right? And what yeah. I want to leave people with, with, with this comment is like, you don't need to feel trapped. I know that's how it feels right now, but as libertarians, as, as forward thinkers, right, we can think outside the box and really it just takes mm-hmm. commitment to the idea that I'm not going to subject myself to this anymore. I'm going to remove yeah. myself from the systems and, it, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. And when you can kind of come to grips with those three things, the rest of it is just about planning and figuring out what the answer is. So I want to encourage you to be brave and to be bold and be willing to be like, you know what? I will spend the next year, you know, figuring out how to quit my job, right? You might not be able to quit your job today. Like I didn't quit my job day one. I took, you know, a year and a half for me to save up, pay off some debt, right? We moved in with my in-laws for a little bit. Thank God I have good in-laws. You know, (laughs) they won't ever see this, but Maria and George are freaking phenomenal. Um, and, And then it was like, okay, you know, now we're ready for the rest of our life. Right. Yeah. And it just takes bravery. So be bold, be brave, and don't be afraid to say, you know what? No more. Draw the line in the sand and say no more. Yeah. The land of the free requires that it be the home of the brave, right? It is it is an absolutely imperative to take on things with courage. I that that's incredibly inspiring and, and motivational. Um okay, so let's get into some nuts and bolts. Let's talk a little shop here. Uh so Let's say we've got um, one of the things that I'm starting to see is I'm starting to and and I feel like th- there's a lot of conflict that stems from this in the liberty movement and that we don't quite understand how uh, essentially a sales funnel works and that there are people at the top of the funnel and people at the bottom of the funnel. And you seem to be one of the few people who sort of gets it that you you don't you don't have to be an anarchist, uh, agorist, and and because you believe what you believe, you must drag the likes of say a Brad Palumbo or a, you know a, a Kennedy or something like that, where they're more involved and, and they're sort of on the front lines of reaching the, uh, to to those who haven't heard yet. And you sort of go through this progression of. Okay, well, I'm a I'm a statist. I'm a full blown statist. Okay, I'm a little frustrated. All right, maybe I listen to a God forbid a, a it it's almost cringy to say it, but like a uh, uh, oh what's his name Ben Shapiro podcast, and then that leads you to the next level of a Dave Rubin, and then that leads you to you know this level, and then you start getting you you start going down the rabbit hole, but that rabbit hole is a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you, on the other hand, have like embraced the deepest level of this, which is like anarchist, uh, agorist, like take control of my life, go run the counter economy, but yet you're out here teaching people how to be have those frontline conversations. Can you draw a little distinction on what you've seen and and how you're able to do that and and, and what matters in understanding that, yeah, I believe these 100% hardcore things, but I got to remember that, that, that these people have to get started on the journey at least. 
Yeah, you know, for for me, it's reflecting on the fact that, you know, I was a statist at once, at one point, right? And understanding that the people I'm talking to are likely in that same realm. And that's, you know, it doesn't make it awesome, right? Right. (laughs) But it's reality. And we have to accept reality in that point and and understanding that uh, there's no one straight route to get to liberty. There's no one straight pathway, right? As as somebody that sells, right, is in sales as a career, you have to understand that while there's some, some path, you know, typical talk paths or blah, 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 ultimately right. you, you have to sell to the individual, right? Mm-hmm. And that means understanding their concerns, understanding their needs and their desires, and then presenting something to that particular person that they can grasp onto. And this is a very diverse world that we live in, right? And yeah. people, while we have some general things, like we care about our families, we want our communities to be healthy and our businesses to be healthy and our you know, and our kids to have what they need, right? Once you get past that basic level human instinct, right? People have a lot of a different opinions. And what I have found in, in both in sales and, um, you know, politics is literally just to ask questions, yeah. just to ask questions. People like to talk about themselves and they like to explain to you what's going on with their life. Um, and if you can do that with a genuine spirit, that's what's key. You can't just sell people. Right. Like we all hate those dirty, you know, salesmen that, you know, you feel they feel greasy. Right. You walk in and you're like, yeah, I'm never coming back here. But if you do with a genuine spirit, like, you know, I just want to make this person's life better because I care about them as a human. um, You can begin to let them tell their story on what's broken in their life. And then the solutions for liberty are plentiful. Right. Like that's a great product. Right. We sell a great uh, product. Right. And, and but what's also equally <clears throat> important there is to understand that you don't necessarily have to hit a grand slam every single time up to bat. Um, you can plant a seed, okay. you know, yeah. and get them interested and get them maybe asking a question that they've never asked before. Get them consider a slightly different angle that they've never considered before. And I've got a great example of that. I, I've got a guy on Twitter, Scott, that, that's been following me or not Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram. Um you know, and he's a, you know, liberty constitutionalist type, but, you know, he's not all the way. Right. And, and we had a right. great conversation the other day about, well, you know, what if there were no police? Right. And I went into that conversation not trying to just convince him that we don't need police. That wasn't yeah. my goal. Right. Yeah. My goal is to have a conversation and get to know the guy. Yeah. That's it. Just get yeah, to know the it. guy. Right. And then from there, what you talk about the sales funnel. Um, right. It's multiple touches. It's, it's yeah. multiple yeah. conversations, and this is where libertarians can set themselves <clears throat> apart. Um, if we can be boldly consistent in our, in our mm-hmm. effort, in our messaging, um, people will begin to trust us over time because we've said the same thing. We've shown that we're different. We're not hypocritical, right? Whether it's guns or, or this or, you know, uh, immigration, that or, you know, whatever the topic, if the, the solution is always human liberty, right? People, while they might push back on certain topics and trust mm-hmm. us on others what they'll begin to see is a uh, or what they'll be what you'll begin to do is you'll earn their <clears throat> respect because you're consistent yeah. and when they respect yeah. you they'll care more about what your ideas are and yeah. that's the crux of it if they don't trust you they're not going to respect your ideas and if they don't respect your ideas they don't care what seeds you planted 100 percent 
So yeah, we 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 our program uh, that we teach talks about how the first layer of the onion is to be likable. Then below that, as you peel it back, is to be trustworthy. And so our we we lead in with principles, and, and uh, far too often we get into conversations like you're talking about with people, and we go, "Well, our principles say X." Guess what? They don't give a shit about your principles. Your principles mean nothing to them. They don't. They know don't. What the they map don't is. They, they don't care and they don't care. They don't make any value assessment on what the nap is. They are thinking in terms of outcomes, right? We are too, but we have found this magical process that leads to the best possible outcomes. So you have to speak in terms of, like you said, what matters to them and, and speak in terms uh, of outcomes as well. So, yeah. uh, dude, that, that's, that's, that's awesome. That is exactly, uh, like you could do this. You could, you could teach for me. Uh, phenomenal. Okay. What, where do you feel like, um, as far as local candidates that you've worked with go, where do you feel like, uh, some of their biggest misses early on in their campaigns are when they're first getting, cause they, it probably happens gung ho. They get pissed off about something or they get rah rah and they go, I'm going to run for X, right? What are the missteps they do early on? <clears throat> I think it's a lot, uh, a lack of planning is a lot of it and 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 also a, a lack of a, a pointed mission and vision that is maybe above and beyond just getting elected right yeah. um libertarians have a great heart for for helping people um and if we keep ourselves focused on that i think we can uh, overcome a lot of the failures that the two parties candidates <clears throat> have <clears throat> but we don't have the experience on knowing how to get from a to z Right. And yeah. planning, like, what does this essentially business look like of being a candidate? Right. Because, I mean, even from a tax standpoint, right, you're falling, filing yeah. from a, a business license as a candidate. Right. You're filing for an EIN as a candidate. Right. So you're legitimately running a business. And that's a whole different skill set than being a libertarian and having the right yeah. ideas. So it's 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 the misstep is knowing how to merge those two things. Um and perhaps just not having the right plan in in place to be successful in the short term and the long term. Okay, what do, what do you? How do you do your planning? Like, let's go through. This is a really good opportunity because I feel I feel confident you can deliver this. What is a what is a mission exercise look like when you talk about formulating a mission statement? What is going to be the central theme of your uh, campaign? How do you work yeah. that out? What is? Let's get get into the nuts and bolts of that a little Dude, bit. Dude, I mean, you, you have to be self critical is really part of it, right? You have okay. to understand like why is this important to you, right? Why why is what you're doing important? What what value is it bringing to your life, and, and why do you want to bring that to other people? And you and yeah. you literally have to logistically define that for yourself. And it's easy as like, you know, you're bullshitting with a friend, right? You're having a beer. Maybe you're talking to your spouse. Like, yeah, you know why you're doing this, right? But yeah. legitimately taking the time to actually write it down, think about it, rewrite it, read it back to yourself and be like, you know, okay, now I'm starting to figure out what this actually looks like. And when you yeah. can define that for yourself, what is your mission, right? So when I ran for office out in Washington, right, of course, my goal was to get elected. That was one of the goals. But my mission was not to, 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 to win election. My mission was to change people's lives, 
Yeah. Right. That's what my mission was. Right. So you have to take what you think your goal is or your goals are and actually look even to that next layer of the onion deeper. It's like, you know, our goal isn't just to change a law. It's that we don't want people in jail sacrificing their lives for something they don't have to. Right. That's the mission. So you have to define that a little bit. Um, And I I, frankly, I think writing it down is is, is a practice. It wasn't didn't come naturally to me. I'm not a writer. Um, but it forced me to um, to think about it on a deeper level, yeah. frankly, by writing it down and rewriting it, and deleting it a few times. And- yeah, yeah, I, I, I that that that's so true. And you hit on so uh, for anybody who's doing this, a, a great reference out there is Simon Sinek's "Start with Why." Uh, he talks about how to go through this with uh, business, but you know, in reality, it it, it could apply just as well to a candidate. One of the things that you just said that I, it was like a light bulb for me is that if you're going to set a mission generally, and I'm going to say overwhelmingly now there, there, there are some instances where this would not apply, but overwhelmingly the majority of the time that mission is some way revolves around helping others. Helping ourselves is is actually not something that really inspires us to action a lot of times, at least in my opinion from what I've seen. It's that honor of service and, make, and the smile on other people's faces and being able to deliver for others uh, that really sort of drives a mission home of, of that grind that is going to be uh, being a candidate um, and, and realizing that you're doing this for something beyond self. So... Um, okay. Answer me this as you work with a lot of candidates. Um, should our mission be to spread liberty or should our mission be to, like you said, win elections? I think you can do both at the same time. Um, but, but, but most importantly, (laughs) and this is one of the problems I have with people within the LP is they like Mm -hmm. to force their view on one another. Right. Yeah. So, which is crazy as libertarians, right? Yeah, but there's so much like, if you're not doing it this way, you're doing it the wrong way. Right. Yeah. And and that's why like my, my website, the road to liberty.com, some of my branding behind the be free thing, it, it, it is really a mantra that I've taken into to heart from, and, and let me back up a little bit. Right. When I came into this party, I was a Gary Johnson pragmatist, right? Yeah. I'm a yeah. outspoken agorist anarchist, you know, voluntarist now. <laughs> um, but how should I say this? I've never, and, and, and while I can sometimes be critical of certain policy stances people take, I am sure. almost never critical of the path somebody wants to take to get there because yeah. there are 6 billion people on earth, mm-hmm. right? And while there are some best practices that I think we should learn and some skills and, and resources we should obtain, the, yeah. the fact of the matter of is, is like you and I are different people. Right. My wife mm-hmm. is different, you know, yep. right. The guys that, I, you know, and the people I was having, you know, drinks with earlier, they're different. Right. So there isn't one way to message. There isn't one right yeah. way to do this. If yeah. there was, we would have found it. We would have already had liberty and we'd be free yep. and we wouldn't be doing this podcast. So the fact of the matter yeah. is what I want to do is I want to empower people within whatever their idea is. Okay. Right. If you have an idea, it's like, you know what? I want to just rebuke the system. I don't want people to run for office and I want to convince them that, you know, they need to work outside the system. It's like, okay, well, I can help you work outside the system. I can help mm-hmm. you build that network and I can help yeah. you be successful with that. 
it, also, if you want to run for office and you want to have X, Y, Z type of messaging, okay, let's put a plan together for that so yeah. that you can be effective, right? The yeah. key here is no matter what path you choose, whatever yeah. road, no matter what road you choose to get somewhere, you want to get to where you're going. So let's figure yeah. out how to make sure the rubber meets the pavement and you actually get there. You know, I, it's interesting that uh, in, in these liberty circles, we I, I always see people very critical of the lane in which other people choose on this road to liberty, right? They they want to be critical of that lane, and, but it, 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 for the analogy, and rather than just getting in their lane and dominating and showing that their lane is the uh, uh, way forward, but salespeople seem to understand that that uh, anytime I talk to salespeople, we're not critical of somebody who might want to do it in a different lane than we are. And as long as I, that commission I, check I hits that, the bank, we're good, right, baby? Like <laughs> we 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 care about outcomes and results and what what really the end end result is. Um, and if we can get it, in, if these people can get it in their lane, and I can get it in mine, I always talk about uh, some great examples, and it, it doesn't. Even even have to be a sort of messaging or technique or stuff like that but you know like nobody ever criticizes scott horton for you know basically being a one topic guy nobody criticizes Corey DeAngelis for only caring about one thing and that thing may not be number one scott horton's case i think for most of it it is the number one thing in the hierarchy of outrage right but Corey DeAngelis is doing something that is a it is a little further down on the hierarchy of outrage but he is absolutely dominating it and he's winning freedom for people in their lives and so it would be like coming at Corey DeAngelis and be like you don't care enough about x it's like bro that's your lane go you can go do that like we should not be stopping you from going to do that go go win in that lane too but we don't have to be critical of other people choosing a different lane. And uh, I, I think it's that that's just me preaching as a salesperson, man. We care about the outcomes, right? Yeah, well, I mean, any strategist, any person that's played a board game, any place that person has played a, a video game or, or played a sport, realize it's like there's lots of game plans. Yeah. Right. And some of them work on certain days and some of them don't work. And like you pick up what you can, you learn what you can, you do better the next day. You have more wins that way. And as long as you're yeah. learning and growing, you can be successful with an offense first game plan or a defense first safe game plan. Or, you know, you yeah. can, you know, come, come, you know, be aggressive or, or, you know, more compassionate. Right. You, you can win in all those avenues. And yeah. each of those avenues, you can also lose a few times. Right. Yeah, and we have to bring. And this is something I want libertarians to think about. And I'm sometimes not perfect at this. Um, it's something that I actively try to work on. We have to forgive each other for our losses. And I don't mean yeah. losing an election. I mean for our, our screw-ups, <clears throat> right? We can't beat each other up over That's everything. Good. And, like, that doesn't mean yeah. ignore the big stuff, right? I'm not going to get into yeah. all that. If you want to get outraged theater about something, all right, whatever, right? But at least the, the little things, the human interaction things, like mm – -hmm. We, we've got to be a little bit more graceful in those yeah. things and let people be human and to make mistakes. Like, I mean, I got a kid. He makes mistakes all the time. Guess what? I also make mistakes and I ask him for forgiveness, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Same thing with my wife. And right. And so there's a huge component of this within the Liberty movement where we've got to be more patient with one another and be patient with the, 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 the way people are learning how to do this. 
right? And that's yeah. why I focus most of my outrage theater on the policy. And if I don't yeah. feel like somebody's actually standing for liberty, like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say something because I'm, I'm bold like that. But if you are actually standing for liberty, like as long as you're doing it, like I'll help you, right? Yeah. I'll forgive you for your shortcomings because God knows I'm not perfect. Yeah. All right. I, I cannot think of a better way to conclude. That is a beautiful message right there. Give each other grace for our losses, support each other, have each other's backs. We are on one another's team. Um, so Anthony, tell the good people where they can find you, follow you and get involved on the road to Liberty. Dude. Well, I mean the, the hashtags are easy you can find me on any platform by hashtag the road to Liberty, uh, or hashtag be free. My website, the road to I've actually got some groups on there that I'm really trying to get going um, to, to give libertarians a place to communicate about libertarian stuff. And I don't mean argue with one another, but I mean providing resources. So there's a county affiliate yeah. group in there. So and there's a candidate group in there. And then there's a, a general libertarian group to where the, the idea behind this is a forum where we can talk and share ideas and share resources. We're create, recreating the wheel too often. There's so yeah. many smart and brilliant people in this movement that are not being properly utilized or utilized at all. Correct. Um, so join the road, road to liberty.com. You can also pick up some cool swag there if you want to you know, screw with the man a little bit and put a T-shirt on or a sticker on your car. Um, but my, my effort right now is almost purely based on uh, teaching candidates how to run for office. Um, so if you want to help with that, um, follow the road to liberty.com. I do it for free for candidates. I don't charge candidates a dime. I'm working with a, a handful wow. of candidates uh, across various different states. Um, they can't afford consultants and coaches. Yeah. They just can't. Yeah. I've been a candidate. I raised $87,000 as a candidate. Um, that's almost unheard of, right? The limited yeah. money that our candidates have, I want going to outreach, right? So yeah. I do this work for free for the candidates. Um, and in turn, people donate. They subscribe to my Patreon. It allows me to not have to work for the for the man, right? And watch my yep. dollar get diminished by the Federal Reserve every single day. Um, yeah. And it really puts a voluntary uh, aspect into this. Um, so you can donate on the website, whole nine yards. Um you know, follow me on Twitter and all those different cool spots. But, uh, you know, I, I'm in this for human liberty. Um, I will stop at nothing short. I've got a kid, right, six years old. you got a 10-month-old at home. Um, I will die on this hill for liberty. 100%. And I, and I want to work with people that are willing to put everything they have into this, this effort. Well, there you go, folks. The road to liberty.com is the website. His name is Anthony Welty. This has been Sell Liberty. Anthony, thank you so much for your time, brother. No, appreciate what you guys do, man. I loved it. Absolutely. All right. Well, guys, have a fantastic evening. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe, too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. 
trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life, raise your hand if you heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docu-series highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the pandemic data and analytics organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the liberty movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science.